You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you're listening to Pain.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, are you not excited? for the future of Ukraine? Are you not excited for the tens of billions of dollars that you sent there on your tax dollars, but really on the sweat of your great, 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 great grandchildren? Because the money that we spend beyond what we actually take in just straps future generations into endless debt slavery. And that's what it's all about, folks. But at least you're contributing to this. At least you and I are taking part in helping other people be enslaved by a technological prison planet, living under a laser ultradome. Yes, folks, you ask where all our money's going? Well, maybe, maybe that answers the question. I don't know. All these technocrats are over there, all these tech companies, 70% of their GDP comes from tech companies, from the tech sector. All of these government welfare queens, all these government welfare recipients, while people truly need help around the world, regular people, are starving because they're be put, being put out of work by things like this AI robot that we're about to talk about. But no, we just keep dumping in tens of billions of dollars to the technocrats and the transhumanists to build our prison planet. Thank you, Ukraine. Fantastic, ladies and gentlemen. At least we know where the money went. I wonder how much they paid to produce that video, folks. Seriously, it's quite obvious where the money's going. Um, the tech costs quite a bit to build a prison planet around your citizens. All right, let's jump forward. This is at the sun, the dash sun.com. Okay. And this article came out a few days ago. Someone on Twitter, it might've been up underscore tweeter sent it to me or wide awake or one of you fantastic folks out there in the Twitter sphere that are also members of pain.tv slash gold. But this article is Danger Zone Artificial Intelligence Creator warns of apocalyptic artificial intelligence that will replace the need for humans. And so I actually read this the other day and I wanted to do it, but I had nowhere to stick it in. So I figured today would be good as we move forward into Biden's executive order, because as they genetically modify us out of existence, you say, well, who's going to replace us? Well, we know the robots and the artificial intelligence, but this is a good one because this robot is kind of cute. Uh, I think she should probably list herself on tinder or something maybe she could find a few dates but it says robots could one day overthrow humans in an apocalyptic takeover uh a tech expert has predicted and there's a problem on their site with some coding so it's covering some of the um text up that i'm trying to read to you so i'm gonna just try to do my best here i'm gonna reload it there we go adian meller or uh, Aiden Meller, the creator of 
the Ida robot, that's AI-DA robot, believes that within three years, artificial intelligence could overtake humanity per the Daily Star. Okay, now, let's stop for a second there. Aiden Meller, the creator of the Ida robot, just like Elon Musk, the creator of the Neuralink brain chip, creator of some other uh, artificial intelligence companies. This guy believes that within three years, artificial intelligence could overtake humanity. Now, is he bragging about that? Because he's helping build it. And then he's saying, oh, we can replace humans. It's like you've all know a Harari. I keep telling you, he gets up there and he acts like he's warning you. At the same time, he's advising the technocrats and transhumanists to build this type of technology. So this guy, Meller, also backs Elon Musk's belief that advances in AI could impact mankind more than nuclear war. I've told you this. I just said it. These guys are fork-tongued devils. They're building the technology, leading the industry, but then warning you about the technology. Quote, I agree with Elon Musk that artificial intelligence is a bigger threat than nuclear war, but... It could also be remarkable, too, Meller said. There is every right to feel nervous about the rise of artificial intelligence. We are hurtling towards them, taking over humans, so we need to have a heart of ethics, end quote. Okay, a heart of ethics. As I always tell you, I've shown you guys, you understand it. The very people building it also then warn you about it but then tell you that they want to be the governors of a governing body that oversees the ethics involved in building the anti-human technology that they're building yet warning about right it's so complicated it's not complicated it's so complicated that it's not complicated they are liars and they are publicly bragging about ending the need for humans Right alongside Yuval Noah Harari, the king philosopher of the Fourth Industrial Revolution, the right-hand man to Klaus Schwab, who calls us useless humans and hackable animals, and then pretends to somehow be on your side. It continues to say, Meller explained there is a cause for concern as this is a changing world in which humans are merging with machines. Aiden said, quote, AI is going to show a mirror to the dark side of being human, end quote. So right there, it's talking about the changing world in which humans are merging with machines. That is the singularity. That is transhumanism, merger of man and machine. So we've reached a point now in, say, the sun, and they're reporting that it's here, and it's okay, it's just inevitable, right? So it goes on to say, quote, technology is not good or bad. It's how we use it. The exhibition will show how it came about and where we want to go, end quote. Now, let me just take the time here uh, to explain this to you. Because those three sentences, or let's say the last two sentences, are very important. First, you have a quote from this guy. Aiden Neller that says artificial intelligence is going to show a mirror to the dark side of being human. Okay, so who are the dark humans they're talking about? Number one, that's the question I'm asking you. Who are the dark humans that they are talking about? It goes on to say technology is not good or bad. It's how we use it. Okay, so is it 
how we use it or is it the people creating it? Because technology may not be bad, right? If it just appeared in front of us and you had a nuclear bomb that just appeared there. God made it happen. Divine intervention. It just appears. And it's just sitting there. Well, it may not be bad, but what it could be used for, as he goes on to say, the exhibition will show how it came about and where we want to go, right? So it's how we use it, he's saying. Okay, so if a bad human goes up and pushes the button and blows everything up, then they're saying, well, that's the bad intention. Well, why is the bad intention not why is the bad intention not assigned to the creator of the technology that could be used for bad purposes? Because how can the nuclear bomb be used for good purposes? There are no good purposes. Don't tell me it's to threaten other countries that you will blow them up and destroy them if they don't do what you say. So what is the good intention of it? Therefore, should the bad intention not be assigned to the engineer, the scientist who dreamt it up and then built it and sold it to the government, any government, U.S. government, worldwide government, doesn't matter. So if you're the engineer or scientist who comes up with the idea to build an artificial intelligence robot that's going to replace humanity, and then you build it, but then say, well, it's not really bad. It's all how we use it. No, I'm sorry. The bad intention is assigned to you. You built it to replace humanity. So then you do not get to say, well, it's just a matter of whose hands it gets into. No, it's on you, pal. You built it. You're the bad guy. Okay, that's how I see it. That's honestly how I see it with this technology. Because in the end, technology will constantly evolve to the point where it does replace humans. It will replace humans because they can streamline the technology and make it efficient in their eyes because they don't really care about human emotions. They don't really care about human creativity. They've proven that. So the guys that are building it are the ones who are and should be held responsible for the bad intentions that come out of it. It goes on to say, just a few days ago, Meller was presenting his Ida robot, the world's first ultra-realistic artist bot, at the Imagining Artificial Intelligence exhibit in Oxford, United Kingdom. The bot draws and paints using cameras in its eyes, its artificial intelligence algorithms and robotic arms. It's called Ida, after Ida Lovelace, the famed 18th century English mathematician. Though it isn't human, Ida's work has been praised for its detail, and one reporter for Art Review even called it kind of hot. The humanoid robot creates its paintings using artificial intelligence algorithms and cameras in its eyes that monitor its masterpieces. Now, just just tell me, what is the good intention of this robot? Did it stands there, it looks like a human, talks like a human, and can paint like a human? So is that the intention for humans to marvel at this robot, which should really just be considered a piece of art itself sitting in a museum, 
But in the end, it's designed to do much more than paint. Painting is just the first step. It's the bridge. And so he's developing a robot that can replace humanity. And yet then he's going to say the robot is neutral. The technology is neutral. It's how it ends up being used. You know how it's going to end up being used, pal. Okay, you didn't create it for the purpose of standing around painting. All right. There's no one who threw tens of millions of dollars at you to develop this because they wanted a cutesy robot that's hot and can paint. Oh, no, you know damn well what it's going to be. And you're the one who bears the responsibility of the bad intentions that come from that robot because you knew exactly what its intentions were going to be used for goes on to say quote we are making leaps robots will become human and ai is already manipulating social media and elections end quote meller said again who are the people that design the bots that are manipulating elections okay what were the intentions of those bots they developed they can't develop them for bad purposes and then claim the technology is neutral and then try to sit there and say that artificial intelligence is going to reveal the dark side of humans it already is the people who designed and developed it and built it are dark they are the anti-humans the technocrats and the transhumanists they are the dark ones not me and you we didn't dream it up we didn't develop it we didn't deploy it and we aren't looking to replace humanity we aren't looking to move forward with some sort of mass genocide that the way that these technocrats and transhumanists are doing that is the truth folks they're trying to paint us as some kind of dark people when they in fact are the darkest of all ladies and gentlemen i will be right back this is dustin gold with the dustin gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dustin gold standard on Pain.TV. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold. Actually, this is Dustin Gold's humanoid robot. Right here on the Dustin Gold Standard at Pain.TV slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, let us continue as we're looking into the mind of the creator of Ida. The AI humanoid robot that can paint, and it's kind of hot, according to one critic. This article goes on to say, folks, quote, we have major Ida international news coming in October and November. Oh, gee, I cannot wait. I cannot wait, folks, for this news. What are they going to do now? What else can this robot do besides paint? I told you, painting is not the intention, okay? You have plenty of people that can paint. You have wonderful creative artists out there that would love to have a job painting. And I'm sure they don't want to be replaced with a robot. So it goes on to say, profound profound innovations to make her more human-like. She's not conscious, but she is a machine you can interact with, end quote. That's what this guy said, um, this guy Meller, the creator, the Frankenstein doctor, right? Building his own Frankenstein monster. Quote, this project is to raise questions and challenge ethics. Oh, yeah, right. 
Right, right, right. This guy got tens of millions of dollars behind him to build a robot that raises questions and challenges ethics. The tipping point, he says, will be 2025, and by the end of the next year, we're all going to be in the metaverse. And we covered the metaverse, did we not? Internet of things, internet of bodies, internet of senses, smart cities, and the metaverse. And so you have a solid understanding of what the metaverse is. And as this guy here, Dr. Frankenstein, or we would call him Dr. Ida and his Ida monster, right? Dr. Ida and his Ida monster. So he's over there building that, telling you that humans are dark, the technology is neutral, and that he is going to build a robot that's going to end up replacing humanity. He's got a big announcement coming in October and November, and we're all going to be living in the metaverse next year. I mean, these guys are brazen folks. Now, I want to show you a video. I think video always does more justice than uh, what I can contribute to the story with just my voice and just the words of these people. So let's watch a little video on Ida, this uh, fantastic humanoid robot painter. She's great. Classically trained, folks. Classically trained. Let's take a look at Ida. I mean, are we not living here in the Jetsons or what, folks? I'm going to get a uh, Roomba that's going to ride around and vacuum my house, and at the same time, I'll just have my robot nanny painter come over and watch my child breastfeed it and uh, paint me a nice Rembrandt. All right, let's watch this, folks. This stuff makes me crazy, but on a Saturday, on a Saturday, you start delving deep into this and you're saying, man, I'm supposed to relax on the weekend. I have a baby shower to attend tomorrow. And no, the darkness continues, but you need to know what's coming your way, folks. You're going to be replaced out there if you're a painter. We're about to meet an artist unlike any other in the world. Hello there. I am Ada. I am the world's first ultra-realistic AI robot artist. Ada is definitely... And I apologize, folks. I mispronounced her name. I don't want to get in trouble for that. I don't want to get canceled or me too'd. It's Ada, not Ida. I apologize, folks. Be a robot. I do not have feelings. Ada may not have feelings herself, but she has prompted a fierce conversation in the art world about what art is and who can make it. And that. And then for those of you in the audio only audience, I highly recommend you look this up. It's AI-DA. Just uh, look around on YouTube. You'll end up finding this. If not, you can come over to pain.tv slash gold and join us for a few bucks a month and get access to the video version of the podcast. But right now you have a robot with these robotic arms and then her face is covered with like a silicone uh, mask. I mean, you would almost think it's a parody, but no, this stuff is very real. They've actually featured this robot in a presentation at TED Talks. That's the point behind the whole thing. I think a good artist encourages people to reimagine and think more carefully about their world. Her creators say if that's all she's able to do, then the project, whether you like it or not, will have been a success. 
Culture of change, it says. Ada lives in a stately home outside of London with Aiden Meller, the mastermind behind the project. And, Lu- and this is uh, Michael O'Shea, a free think reporter you're listening to. Lucy Seal, the project's curator. I had a really bizarre moment. I was in the gallery and I had... Okay, this is uh, Aiden Meller, the guy that we read about in the, uh, in the story being interviewed. Several works of Picasso and Matisse to my right, and I had Turner Constable to my left. And I had a, a radically unpleasant thought, and that is that actually, technically, some of these works weren't that good. It led me to the question that I then became obsessed with. What is it? about that 1% of artists that go on a massive global scale compared to the 99% of artists that don't. Three months in, I got nowhere. I went down to my partner and said, this isn't working. And she rather obtusely, she said, well, that's because you're not asking the right questions, clearly. And she was right. Don't look at the art and artists, look at their context. Look at the society they were in. They caught the zeitgeist of their time. I thought, well, what's going to happen in the next five to ten years? There was one thing they were consistent on, and that was the role and rise of AI. So I thought, that's it. Right, so there he is, like I said, Dr. Frankenstein building a Frankenstein monster. And so he talked about, if you're supposed to believe this is true, let's just take it at face value, that he runs an art gallery he's sitting there looking at these you know expensive pieces of art um, and he's saying to himself what makes that art so great what made the artist behind that art so popular think of bands you know there could be a million bands and one band one artist becomes popular and so he's on this quest to find out what it is and so he says that the particular artist lived during a particular time and somehow the work they created their brand were able to accelerate during that time and so he said what would be the perfect artist in our time and so it's an artificial intelligence robot okay so then dr frankenstein goes to work building the Frankenstein monster. Let's continue. The Ada Robot Project is an art project and the aim is to get people thinking and considering their futures. We have based project uh to get people thinking and considering their futures. See, I'd love to debate actually this person, maybe interview her and the creator. Uh, if not debate them, because they throw out these, uh, as a legal man would call them, Barnum statements. Basically, essentially, they mean nothing. There's no meat and potatoes behind them. And so they throw these out there. We are creating an artificial intelligence humanoid robot uh, to make artwork. And the purpose is to get people to think about their future. What the hell does that mean? You're sitting there developing something that you're saying is going to engineer humans out of existence. Well, I guess they don't have to think much about their future if your purpose is to engineer them out of existence. When you come here, I hope you think about it. I'm presenting you with a show. This show is a piece of art, every show. But my art truly is getting you to think about your future because I have to highlight crazy people like this who are actually the ones trying to engineer us out of existence. I'm not trying to engineer us out of existence. I'm not trying to normalize or humanize this technology or genetic modification or brain chips or brain uploading 
or mind twins or any of the stuff we covered i am trying to warn you and show you what's out there so that you can carve out an actual future where you can avoid some of this stuff navigate it step aside it insulate yourself from it no they're not doing it i want you to think about your future so let's continue uh, th- this stuff makes me crazy let's continue folks i'm um, around the earliest 20th century where there's a building tension and although the 21st century is completely different to the early 20th century we are also in a similar time of rapid technological change where we don't exactly know where some of those forces are going to go and how they're going to play out right 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 so you listen to this girl talking about rapid technological change and all that is is that echoes the words of Klaus Schwab in his 2016 book, The Fourth Industrial Revolution. And what they're talking about is the changes from the first industrial, second industrial, third industrial revolution, which was internet technology, into the fourth industrial revolution, which is the merger of man and machine. The merger of the physical, that's the real world, the biological, that's our bodies, that's uh, nature, science, and then the digital, that's the cyber, the metaverse worlds. And so this girl you're supposed to believe was just an artist, who now is thinking about this kind of stuff. Let's see. But but again, they're promoting it. They're humanizing it. They're helping bring forward transhumanism. And so we want to really celebrate the good sides. So though you have Ada in some ways um, a celebration, the drawings she produces are quite unsettling. They're very fragmented and splintered. Folks, this this face, this rubber face, it looks like someone, and if you're out there and you've gone through this, I don't mean to uh, offend you here, but it looks like someone who had, um, you know, third degree burns on their skin. That's like the face, and then somebody reconstructed the face, and it's got a really bad wig on, um, and then it literally has hanging out of its sweater or its blouse two metal arms so it looks like freakish it looks like something out of the terminator and so you're supposed to think about your future when these people i told you are trying to humanize the future by having this robot create artwork that people then connect emotionally to it that's the purpose of this when we get back we're going to finish reviewing her and then jump over to this other transhumanist that i found in my research today ladies and gentlemen i am dustin gold this is the dustin gold standard fire up your robot and make some art over the break folks you're listening to pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold.